welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Well, hello, ladies. We are here again for another Deeply Rooted Devo, and we're so glad that you've chosen to join us. We are looking forward to digging into God's word again today, and Martha is going to share with us um, some ideas that come from the scriptures about how we are given so much when we come to know Jesus and how it sustains us in our Christian walk. So Martha, where would you like to take us today? Yes, I'd like to go to Second Peter. Um, I recently heard this uh, verse in one of my devotionals and I got thinking about it because such a fantastic verse. And before I read it, I just want to put this question out there. I wonder, listeners and viewers, did you know that God actually tells us we have all that we need for living a life pleasing to God, for the abundant life Jesus promises? Right now, as you are, just the way you are, everything you need. Now, that's not what my experience feels like all the time. But let's look at Second Peter and see what he has to say about that. So I'm reading this out of the easy to read version because I thought I really want to dig into this verse. And so I looked it up in a number of versions and this was helpful to have this version. So Second Peter 1 verses 3 to 9. Uh, I might just do 3 uh, to 4 and then we'll talk about 5 to 9 a little bit later. Jesus has the power of God, and his power has given us everything we need to live a life devoted to God. We have these things because we know him. Jesus chose us by his glory and goodness, through which he also gave us the very great and rich gifts that he promised us. With these gifts, you can share in being like God. So you will escape the ruin that comes to people in the world because of the evil things they want. So I just was so uh, inspired, encouraged, and really I have to say a little surprised that the scripture tells me that through God's power, I have everything I need to live a life devoted to God. Often I have the sense that I should be reading more, doing more, grasping for more, or maybe there's some lack within myself. I'm just not as good a believer as someone else. But here, Jesus tells me that I have everything I need through these great and rich gifts that he has given us. And the exciting thing about these gifts is we can share in being like God. So I just thought it doesn't describe what these gifts are here. What are these gifts that make me fully ready to live the life of a godly Christian? And I'm wondering if Carrie and Esther, if you have some thoughts about what those gifts might be that Jesus has given us. I think one of the gifts that God gives us is Christian fellowship, friends who love the Lord. And there's nothing better for me, and I, and I can't stated enough that during COVID, when we couldn't go anywhere, um, when we were in lockdown, um, watching church on Zoom made me crazy. Uh, I did every excuse to get up and eat my toast and make another coffee. And 
I think a squirrel went by, but getting back into a church service and having Christian fellowship and hearing other believers' voices lifted to the Lord, worshiping, I'm telling you, it brought tears to my eyes and goosebumps to my arms. I think it's a real gift. And until you don't have it and then you get it again, you can appreciate that gift. How about mm-hmm. you, um, Esther? You, you must feel the same way. I know you do. Absolutely, I do. And I think that the key to what you're uh, describing is the Holy Spirit. Mm. So we are in the Holy Spirit when we accept Jesus and turn to him as our Savior. That Holy Spirit is what's fueling that desire for you to have fellowship. And it just it, it it's such a comfort to me to know that I have the Holy Spirit living within me, directing my way giving me these little impulses to reach out and, and encourage somebody Christian walk or um, be kind to somebody. That's the Holy spirit. That's not me. So that's a beautiful gift that he's given us. I totally agree. And I totally think that the Holy spirit is foundational. You know, the early believers didn't even have the whole Bible yet. So we have that benefit of having the Bible, which is a gift from God, but it's the Holy Spirit who he has to teach us. And as you said, brings us into fellowship. And I love it that our prayers even can be fueled by the Holy Spirit. And in Romans, he says, you know, the Spirit will guide you when you don't know what to pray for. And I find that so comforting because often I do feel, am I lacking as a Christian or falling short? But here God has told me, no, you have, and not just me, but all of us, we have what we need. We have the spirit, we have fellowship, we have the word, we have prayer, we have so much. And he has given us everything we need. But then there's kind of a a challenge with this uh, too, because as Peter goes on, he doesn't mean to say we're stagnant or we're not moving or growing. He actually gives us... a growth plan. He first says, you have what you need. And here's the plan of how to grow in that, how to use these gifts so you can come to the fullness and be like Jesus in your life. So I'd like to read verses five to nine right now from Second Peter. He says, because you have these blessings, and those are the ones we just talked about, do all you can to add to your life these things, to your faith, add goodness. To your goodness, add knowledge. To your knowledge, add self-control. To your self-control, add patience. To your patience, add devotion to God. To your devotion, add kindness towards your brothers and sisters in Christ. And to this kindness, add love. If all these things are in you and growing, you will never fail to be useful to God. You will produce the kind of fruit that should come from your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. And I do want to add verse nine, which is a downer verse, but it's there. And I think we do need to take heed. He says, but those who don't grow in these blessings are blind. They cannot see clearly what they have. They have forgotten that they were cleansed from their past sins. And I think sometimes that's maybe why I don't feel adequate, because I'm a little bit blind. I'm not perhaps growing as much as I should, and I'm not remembering that God has provided for me. Mm -hmm. So as we look at this growth plan, 
Um, I thought we could just together as a group go through each factor. It starts with faith. And I've got a verse about faith. It says in Hebrews 1, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So we start with faith in Jesus. We can't see him, but that's where our growth plan starts. We trust him. He gives us his spirit. We're forgiven of our sins. And now to faith, we are to add goodness. And uh, goodness, I have a verse for goodness in Galatians uh, chapter 6, verse 10, which says, as we have the opportunity, let's do good to everyone, and especially those who are of the household of faith. So we don't need somebody to tell us uh, what to do. We can look for ways to be good to other people. And that's a growth factor that should happen. If we're really following the Lord, the Spirit will help us to add to our faith, being good to other people. And then it says, add to your goodness knowledge. Now, I'm wondering if one of you can give a thought about knowledge. You know, as I'm looking at this growth plan that he's laid out so beautifully here, it reminds me of um, the blocks that our kids used to build with. And they had them in graduated sizes. They'd start with the big one, then they'd add the next one and the next one until they got to the very top. And that was the 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 pinnacle. And I feel like that's what we're looking at here. Add to, you have faith. It's the foundation. And then you add goodness. And then you add knowledge. And what kind of knowledge are we supposed to be building into our lives? And I'd like to just look at Proverbs 2 and 6. It says, for the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So his mouth is where we get it from. Where it, where do we hear what he says? In his word. We spend time in his word. We listen to what he's saying. And that gives us knowledge. And then it also, it says, um, add self-control. That's a big one. Uh, add not self-control to knowledge. And, and that to me reminds me of how intentional I need to be to add that self-control because my human flesh is very uncontrolled. <laughs> I want to do what I want to do. I don't want to do what the Holy Spirit wants me to do. But I feel like as we grow in the knowledge by reading God's word and learning more of his ways, we understand that his grace doesn't mean we can live any way we wish, but we desire to bring him joy and we learn self-control. And I just have one verse in Proverbs, it says a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. And isn't that the case where, you know, we lose our momentum on an eating plan or an exercise plan or being in the word. And it's like a city left without walls. We've lost that protection. We've lost the protection from our own selves. <laughs> and uh, I think that that's um, the self-control comes as we add knowledge. I love what you've uh, just um, envisioned there with the, the building blocks, because what it, it visualizes for me is that the more we add these blocks, 
the easier our Christian walk is. Mm. Like the more you're in the word, doesn't it make you want to be more in the word? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the living word of God. And it's just like talking, talking, talking. And the more it's talking, the closer you feel and um, recognize God's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I was thinking of um, how we can build our Christian walk is um, the last two words of uh, the verses that um, Martha read. And it was about brotherly kindness and love. And I immediately think back to weddings that I've been to um, where people use the reading um, from first Corinthians 13 on chapter of love and verse four, it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. And I think it should be, a, it, sh- it should be, it's not always. And I try um, to remember to practice loving kindness through holding my tongue. There's times where I want to be right. There's times where I want to get the last word. There's times where in a relationship, um, I want to argue because I don't agree and I have to be, you know, getting my point across and just to practice holding my tongue and asking for the Holy spirit to guide my tongue it's just a practice that I've been working on. <laughs> That's excellent, Carrie. And the one you got to the very last one of love, which is the most important. But the one that we didn't mention was godliness. And, you know, I love the verse that I found about godliness in um, second, or First Timothy 6. It says, godliness with contentment is great gain. And as I read these verses, they help to do two things. Give me contentment to say, I'm going to stop comparing myself or feeling that I don't have what I need. Um, I'm going to allow God's love to, to truly infuse my life. And I'm going to count on that and know he's given me what I need. And the second one is God's really been working on a couple of these building blocks in my life. And, uh, I'm, I'm inspired to really take heart and focus on that attribute and ask the spirit to work in my life to develop that in me as I grow as a Christian. So I really love this, that God tells us we have what we need. He's an awesome teacher because he tells us what we need. He gives us the tools and then he gives us the growth plan, which is absolutely something that he's telling us is attainable. And that uh, as we grow as Christians, We never grow out of his love. We're always secure knowing that he loves us fully and gives us all we need. Thank you so much, Martha, for that encouragement. And uh, I'm just going to encourage our listeners to uh, set some goals, set some uh, new priorities in how you're going to build some of these practices into your life. And as you do, stay deeply rooted until next time. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.